Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from head to Buckingham Palace. They're all moving. Hello and welcome to This Is Brendan, episode 104. Uh, this was an Instagram live I recorded last night on Tuesday, October 12th. The turnaround time is the quickest I've probably done for any Instagram live. And there was a good reason for it. Uh, we're just sharing some good stories and can't wait for to make more stories in the future with Hacker, Antihero, SOS, Scotty O'Shea, Curtis Sturrock. A GoFundMe has been... Um, made the link for that will be down below i look out for my social medias for me auctioning off my entrance mask and two of my singlets uh, it'll be three different bundles uh it'll each come with a signed 8x10 as well uh, and it's just us sharing some good stories about our good friend uh hacker just little times and kingdom and clay wilson get into it at some point in this about possible sexual kinks it's a time. It's not a good time. It's not a bad time. It's just time. No, I'm kidding. It was uh, all of us getting together. And if we're sharing good times and good stories and being positive um, in this time, like it's not going to hurt anybody. So I hope you enjoy this. Once again, I'm trying to do an episode every weekday for October. And yeah, it's, there's been no update, but when... When, when I know, I'll let you guys know, and I hope you enjoy this at least. It's very sentimental and a celebration of the man that Curtis Sturrock is. And we can't wait to see him again very soon, sending well wishes out there. Also, if you're a Josh Alexander fan, depending when you listen to this, his he is auctioning off his Team Canada single in a merch package on eBay right now. You can go find that for yourself. But I hope you all have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hug and tell those people that you appreciate that you appreciate them. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Have a good one. I predict an earthquake up in here. Say yeah. I predict an earthquake up in here. Cause we throw bombs on it, throw bombs on it. Just smash something, yes, much for me. Hey, yes. Hello to anyone that watches the video version of this later on. I got my Johnny Cash shirt on. I wonder who's going to stumble in today. It is Tuesday, October 12th. Canadian Thanksgiving ended this weekend. Uh, just waiting for people to pop on. Tommy, what's happening? I hope you're all having a good day. I changed the background mostly because I have to update my laptop so I couldn't move it. Uh, what's up, Tommy? How's it going? Come on, bud. Nothing much. Are you going to or from hockey? No, I'm coming out from my parents' house. Ah, how's the family? How'd you enjoy Thanksgiving? It was great. Um, they're doing good. I just wanted to say goodbye and print some last-minute stuff off for the trip and, you know, I, just get my stuff I was together. I just asked if I'm ready for Friday, and I'm really bad at... Uh, I'm like a last-minute packer, so are you ready for the trip this weekend? Uh, I've got, in theory, I've got everything kind of sorted out, but <laughs> it hasn't been I like that. I like that. 
because uh, I wanted to kind of focus some of the open lines tonight on Hacker. Uh, what's some of your memories of Hacker? Well, the first match I ever saw for independent wrestling was Hacker versus Mike Rollins. They had a pretty good match at Smash Show in Coburg. Mm-hmm. Um, and his feud with Blackwood, like the entire thing was just really good. So he uh, able to introduce like so many different characters, right? I'm pretty sure he talked about it on his podcast. And if he didn't, uh, this might be me talking out of school. But he did pitch that uh, once him and uh, once Blackwood moved over and he uh, his dates were more aligned with Destiny, he pitched finishing that storyline in Destiny. Yeah, he 100% did. But they, they didn't go for it. Everything that did go could go wrong for a few did go wrong. Oh my god! Actually, yeah, because I I had a little part in that too of uh, like uh, Jimmy Havoc having to face Hacker because of the car accident, and then like I ended up facing Blackwood on uh, random because he lost his passport a few months earlier in Barry. <laughs> Fucking guy, I tell you. <laughs> uh, now and now he's out living in California. Yeah, good for him. He yeah, will he be at C4 on November 12th, though. Sorry, what was that? Uh, Blackwood will be at uh, C4 uh, on November 12th. Yeah, unfortunately, I can't make that. Hey, you're you're literally traveling to the middle of the country. <laughs> I've got three shows right now booked for the rest of... It's a horror show, sorry, for the rest of October. And then after that, it's like, I got to hold back a little bit. Yeah, holidays are coming up. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so what did you do over Thanksgiving weekend? I worked all weekend. <laughs> worked all weekend with my parents for dinner uh, Sunday. And that's pretty much it. I, I just slept and tried to get shit ready for, uh, for the trip. I got my uh, got my park and fly all figured out for Thursday, and got pick Gimpy up, and that should be fun. Gimpy with an appearance from Justin Zane, who uh, is going to have his surgery on Wednesday. Uh, uh, I'm gonna let you go, uh, Tommy, to make sure I'm not responsible for a potential <laughs> uh, ticket or anything. Uh, Hi, buddy. Th- thank you for sharing, and uh, if you get home in time, I hope I can see you for a scary movie. Oh, I'll definitely be there. Don't worry about that. Fuck yeah. Talk soon, Tommy. Hi, buddy. See ya. What is up, CJ? How are you this evening? I'm doing well, thank you. Yourself? I'm doing, I'm doing. Uh, I think I've, like, slept the last couple days at, like, some point. Uh, I want to focus tonight's Instagram Live on, like, good memories and fun times with Hacker. What are some of your uh, favorite memories that come to mind? Um, so my favorite memory uh, is my first memory of uh, Hacker when I first saw him in in Hamilton about th- two, three years ago. Um, my first ever match that I saw him wrestle in. Uh, I cannot remember against who to save my life or which company it was for because my memory is so bad. Um, but I remember him winning that match. And um, I think I may have saw him at Alpha 1 as well, too. But um, 
overall just a a really good guy from what I've seen. I only know him as a hacker and not a Curtis. Were you ever listening to his podcast? Um, I have not. No, I I should. It's definitely a worthwhile listen. Uh, I I've talked to so many people about how hacker is so unabashedly himself. He'll this motherfucker will retweet porn, talk about the G one climax, and then maybe promote a show he has coming up on the weekend. Like he is so. S- surface level in the best way possible you there is no fake kurt it is just kurt and uh that's like the biggest thing that this is like the first person that i've kind of like really known that has gone through something they're not a shitty person at all Mm -hmm. um do you mind if i show uh a little preview of uh my halloween costume for hwe (laughs) sure (laughs) Say hello to the uh, Wish version of Holden Albright. All, uh, what's it called? Alden Holbright. Alden Holbright. Yeah. You just switch out the first two letters of both. Or, as I call him, Justin Payne. Justin Payne. Oh, no, that's a a slight gimmick infringement near Justin Zane. Are you coming at him? Justin Payne, 100%. So, I, I thought way too hard about this. And my gimmick, if I ever do wrestling, my name would be Justin Payne. But my character would be afraid of getting hurt. So you want just no pain? So if somebody comes at me, I'd yell out, oh my god, or something. Like, I put I put way too much thought into it. I feel like you put a lot of thought and no thought at the same time. The name I put no thought into. The gimmick I thought about way too much. All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, get Rory in here now. Uh, yeah, dude, thank, no you for, uh, thank you for the, uh, the comments. I'll definitely have you back on later on. Just want to rotate through as many people as I can for right now. <laughs> no What's up, Rory? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, are you working or studying? Because it seems like those are the only two things you do at all times. Well, studying because we, since they want everybody fully vaxxed to go to different places, so it's either just studying or working. I can't uh, go to a movie theater. And then WWE's having a live event. And then a couple of, the, of my friends are like, oh, my God, there's a live event going on. I'm like, uh, dude, they, they need people fully vaxxed, so I can't go. They're like, oh, that sucks. That sucks you can't go. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I can wait till next year. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I kind of forget what you're studying. What's the program you're in? Okay. I'm in like, I think, six different programs. So <laughs> brace yourself. Um, I'm, <laughs> I finished data analysis last year. Um, I have, I'm doing hospitality management, okay. uh, sports management. Um, I'm also doing e-gaming. Um, then a couple of my minors are just like marketing and other business stuff and everything else. Did Did you just throw like seven darts at the dartboard and you're like, I guess that, 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 and that? No, I'm just like, I'm more of, I will challenge myself to get stuff done because I don't know what's going to happen with the core part of my career, which is like being a chef or whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. Because the way the government's doing things, I have to have a plan B no matter what. Yeah. So 
that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my plan B. So if it's a sacrifice that I don't go to any WWE events or whatever, it's not going to hurt my pocket. It actually will save me a little bit more money. Yes. I'll, I'll go to a lot more indie shows. Like I'll go to Destiny. I'll go to Smash whenever it comes back up. I'll go to Greek Town whenever it comes back up. Like I'll go to smaller events mm-hmm. where there's like no heavy restrictions. But damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like what? I'll do that. If if you could pick your full occupation, like without studying, and like this is what you're doing, this is what you wake up in the morning, you enjoy doing. What's that job? The thing is, I can't pick strictly just one because they need <laughs> someone that ha- that is multi skilled, multi talented, multi everything. You know this. You wrestle. God damn. I, I do a lot. I I understand this. So like, what's all the hats? If you have the hat rack of your occupations and what you want to do, like for me, I got podcast, stand up, wrestling. Like I got all my stuff. And well, then- because the, because the thing was when my mom was around, she had she was a nurse before I was born. Okay. Even before that, she was a chef because she worked in a nursing home forever, and then she was a teacher when she was raising me. So you so she showed me so like you can't just do one thing. Like, you have to be able to do anything and everything and then some. But, like, all of those positions, too, are, like, helping people. They're very, like, you even mentioned hospitality. They're very, like, nice and giving back kind of jobs. Well, because the thing is, is just, like, you can't have a person who is just, like, who is a, you know, compromised working in, like, a hospital or whatever. It'd be hella weird, (laughs) you know? You know, plus my hours are all over the place. So that, you know, that's not going to happen. So, mm. (laughs) But I'm talking about in an ideal scenario in 10 years. Like, the pandemic isn't a thing. And, like, you're now settled down. I I can't decide. I think one of the biggest things I would do after I get most of my stuff done is finally go on vacation. My vacation is San Diego Comic Con. San Diego Comic Con is your vacation? Yes. Uh, Are you at least enjoying, like... Are you going to hop over to Hawaii or, like, enjoy the beach either before or after? Because, like, I get Dude, stressed be, out be, thinking of 40,000 people. I'll be bored in, like, 24 hours. I'd rather go to an events or my vacation, like, because I get to meet new people. Like, okay. we, we get to, like, run around and cause trouble. It's just like, it's just like when I had SummerSlam here. That was my vacation where every, I get to meet different people and run around with everybody else. Like, like I what? don't... I. I don't sit on a beach. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do sit on, sit on a beach? Like, stare at the ocean? The first thing I'll be thinking is, like, I think I can get homework done. I think maybe there's some emails sent out. No, I'd rather just, like, go to an event and have fun. And That's way better than me, though. That's way better than me. If I'm looking at the ocean, I'm like, fuck, I can't swim. I might drown. I don't want to go in there. <laughs> Hello? I can't swim either. You think I'm going to just be, like, staring at the ocean going, like, man. I'd rather be eaten by sharks. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. What did you, you... You mentioned SummerSlam. What was your SummerSlam week look like? Because, like, my week that week was hectic. I only wrestled... I think I wrestled twice, but, like, I was at, like, six shows a fucking day. Um, okay, because I think there was the Destiny show, and then there was Smash versus Progress, and then I was at Raw, I was at SmackDown, I was at um, NXT TakeOver, the only thing I did miss was the SummerSlam live show, and I'm kicking myself for that because it was during the time that my mom passed away. Oh, okay. So uh, I couldn't go to the live show because of some other bullshit that happened. I still got my ticket. 
for shits and giggles, I'll buy myself a SummerSlam chair and just like get it sent to my house. So I just <laughs> say that I was there. I was there without there being there. there. Yeah, I was there without being there. But um, as for Gumby, I'm not in a cave, dummy. <laughs> I'm in an office building. It's just there's, there's good acoustics here. Because <laughs> uh, uh, you did mention Smash Wrestling. Uh, I wanted to get some good uh, hacker stories. Uh, do you, what are like your first thoughts and your favorite thoughts of Hacker? Um, I think when the, when it was a Smash versus Progress, it was just like I got to see Jordan Grace wrestle wrestle live. Um, I got to see Walter in person. He is a giant, dude. I I saw Walter I, versus I, I, Daniel I, I, Garcia on a Thursday afternoon at four thirty p.m. Like life was crazy that week. Well, okay, when you see, like, for me, because I'm not that tall, and I saw Walter in person, I look like Polly Pocket. Like, <laughs> solid reference. Solid reference. I think of Polly Pocket, like, every other month. I look like a Polly Pocket he could just put in his pocket, because he's just, like, <laughs> a whole two feet and extra inches, and I look like something that he could bench press. Like, stop it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, it was just insane that week. It was just a blur. I just, I remember drinking a lot more. I was like, this is just like the Montreal trip when it was like Raw and SmackDown in Montreal. It's just like, I remember me and Baca were best friends that, that week. I remember going to a Portuguese restaurant. Okay. Uh, for lunch. And it was such a dive. It was a dive place. And it was so good. Like it was super cheap. You get a lot of food. <laughs> Like, I love salad, Portuguese potatoes. Oh, it was so good. I had that with the chicken. Oh my god. Halfway halfway through it, I couldn't finish it. Yep. I could not finish. And two friends could vouch for that. Chantel could vouch for that. And Shauna could vouch for that. Because we were there for dinner and we couldn't we were halfway through the food. We couldn't eat it all. <laughs> we had to take some back to the hotel. Oh, yeah. Lord. What is your favorite food to cook? Uh, I always love making a mean mashed potatoes. I know that sounds cliche, but some I'm that's my go-to. Mashed potatoes are my go-to. And then I could just pair it with a steak, um, pork chops. Like pork okay, chops when you make mashed potatoes, mashed are you potatoes. putting, like, the fucking, not chives, but are you putting, like, I'll is it beans or something they put in it? What? Chickpeas? No. Not chickpea. I, I want to say like it's a bean or something that they put in uh, to make it like lumpier. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh God, no, 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 no. My I hate the, chunky mashed potatoes. I'm just not. Prepared. No, honestly, my friends in the south would probably like murder me if I did that. Like put peas in mashed potatoes. No, 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 no. It's just like I would put like a little bit of dill or a little bit um like you know, just like chives and everything else, just yeah. to give it that little kick. But I'll put like maybe a hint, a little bit of sour cream and some butter. Uh, Jeez. Oh my God. Before I let you go, uh, Rory, because I just want to talk to Brad for a minute. You talked about how big Walter is. I'm pretty yes. sure Brad refed Walter matches that week. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> I'm telling you, I look like Polly Pocket. I I just saw him. I looked up and I'm like, oh, it's Walter. Walked away. <laughs> Terrifying human. He was huge. Uh, um, but I'm gonna let the you nicest go, guy, though. Yeah. yeah. Nicest. Uh, I'm going to let you go, I Rory. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you go. Feel free to pop on uh, in two weeks when I do this again. But thank you uh, for sharing thank your you. stories. Have a good day, buddy. You too. Bye. What is up, Bradley? Not much, man. Does it make, does it make sense to do this or this? I've never done this before. I'll do this. Yeah, it, it zooms in that when it's uh, the one piece versus the side by side. But uh, how's your day going? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm all right. How was Barry wrestling and how was Thanksgiving with the family wise? Uh, Barry was awesome. Uh, There's lots of people there. I think the next show should be at full capacity. Don't uh, don't quote me on that, but I think so. Um, yeah, it was fun. Uh, you know, I can't remember anything that happened because obviously, you know, some other things we found out that day. But um, yeah, it, it was good. We uh, the dinner after was fun, and uh, we tossed a frisbee around in the Montana's parking lot for like an hour after, and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, Thanksgiving was good. I uh, I went to my partner's family's and uh, ate some turkey and played with the nieces and, you know. Uh, can I ask when you guys found out on Saturday or how you guys was, found out? We got a message. Uh, well, Puff got a message, and uh, it was right around I think eight o'clock or so, maybe a little earlier. But um, yeah, I came back from refing the main event, and it was like, what's going on? Why is everyone? <laughs> Was everyone all sad? And then uh, found out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that makes sense." Because uh, I know actually, if he's still here, uh, what's it called? Uh, I know Wade. Uh, it hit him pretty hard that uh, he had to pull off to the side of the road when he was coming back from uh, Barry that night. Uh, yeah, I can just, imagine. Because I I didn't know until I saw the 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 Facebook post from Rosalind. And then yeah. I, I messaged, I messaged Kingdom and Watts. Those were the two I mentioned. Hey, Wade. Uh, and it was, I asked, because I've talked to Watts a lot because he's in Brampton. We'll like smoke, we'll go yeah, for fair. walks. And uh, it's all of those stuff. And with uh, with uh, Kingdom, I hate that I broke the news to him because Watts was <laughs> sleeping from his night shift, but kingdom woke up to the news of it and it's just like rough time of like so i wanted to like wait i kind of mentioned how you after finding out at barry on the way home you had to stop at hpw i thought when you originally posted that in the group chat that you were just like exhausted or tired because you had a long ass fucking ride no i had to like just kind of like chill out right like it was a long very quiet ride like, uh, did you go up solo oh yeah so yeah i was just by myself it was a cool pretty- yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, what was your first memories of Hacker and your favorite memories? Oh man, I've known Kurt for forever. You were uh, a UWA guy, right? I was a UWA guy. We didn't know each other then, um, but then you know, like going through to to Alpha shows when I was a fan, like he was always super cool. I used to do like all of his eight by tens and stuff like that. Went back when I was a, a fan before I was in the business. And then, it, like, our friendship just grew naturally from spending more and more time with him. Like, I remember, and this is funny because someone mentioned it to me on Twitter, I think it was two days ago. Me, I don't know if you remember Scott Dunn. Yep. And me, Scott Dunn, and Kurt rode in the back of the ring truck. Oh, my God. That was my favorite photo you posted. For, like, three and a half hours. <laughs> from here to Barry's Bay 
and it was like we stopped somewhere in like a town and we had to be like super sneaky getting out of the the, the truck because there was like police cars and stuff and uh it, it was wild also i just saw chrissy saying I seen a picture of his dick before I even had a conversation with the man. That's because Kurt took a picture of himself peeing. Uh, do you know the origin story of that photo, though? No, but I remember him just walking up to people and dropping his phone and be like, "Oh shit!" Me, Steve Brown, and Wheeler were the first victims of that photo. It was Incredible. after the first HPW show, and uh, what happened was. Uh, I don't know what conversation was going on, but he went to the washroom. And I'm pretty sure he probably was just on his phone while taking a piss because it wasn't a flattering photo. Uh, and I think it was midstream because no lie, when I was at work yesterday taking a piss, I remembered that moment. And he just comes, puts his phone on the table. And then do you remember the old guy that didn't give a fuck about the photo? Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> the old guy was just consistently like just looking down at me like, I don't care. Well, he tried he to get wearing, like, a Letterman jacket. There was a time when we were in London. And I, I can't remember what show it was after, but we were at this, like, super sketchy bar for this nightclub, or for this after party, and um, everyone was, uh, everyone was, like, singing karaoke or whatever, and Kurt just kept walking up to people and just dropping his phone. Like, just random people. And it had that photo up, and I, I was dying. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's the type of humor that he liked. And, I, like, man, I, I love it so much. It's just I have the best memories of him. He's the most he's genuine like, person I may have met in my whole life. Absolutely. Absolutely. He cares so much about other people, and it's like to see this happen to him just breaks my heart. Like my background on my phone is it's Brody, like a car, uh, like a uh, an artistic drawing of him, <laughs> and I've never met Brody Lee in my life. I have friends that were friends with him, but what struck with me was all the stories that came out of not this banger of a match we had or this whatever. It's just like him reaching out to people and people not knowing about it. Him helping whoever he could whenever he fucking could, and like yeah. those are the things that I. I think we all were not allowed to really admit it, but a lot of funerals are fluff. No one's going to talk ill about the dead or whatever. And it's just, it seems kind of fake sometimes. I looked at Hacker's fucking Twitter account from the past week, and, like, there's a porn retweet in there. He might be talking about a show he did. He's praising the G1 climax. Like, there is nothing that isn't just him. Uh, Vertigo even mentioned for uh, the Home Alone special we did last year. That was all him. Like, I can find, like, the note he typed in his phone where he scripted everything. And it's just, I, I, I'm so glad I got a chance to tell him and Steve Brown last year of without them, me and Vertigo couldn't do the dumb shit we did over the fucking pandemic. I wouldn't be able to have all this wrestling stuff behind me because I'd be a mark and I'd be whatever, where it's them showing so much love and shit. It's literally, and yeah, Chrissy, not kicked off of Twitter. Makes no uh, goddamn Yeah, somehow not. <laughs> Surprising. Uh, can you get you kicked off of Twitter, though? Because I, I guess you can, but. He got booted off of Spotify or whatever. They, like, took all Twitch, his shit off. Twitch. He tried to get that no, flag to the His Spotify thing got taken off, too, and he had to rebring that back. 
I think Incredible. that was more of just his podcasting thing did an update and he had to like re-sign uh, up for everything. I just but uh, he got booted off of Twitch. If you add in that though, I mean, it sounds like a badass. Uh, Wait, what was your first memory of Hacker? Uh, we went to a London show, I believe it was, for Smash. And yeah, I, I've never been to a Toronto Smash show ever. So... <laughs> Only around it. So, yeah, we saw him there. Like, I was like, that's pretty dope entrance. Then I met him and hung out with him, like, when he came to HVW a bit. And then uh, at John John Clark's wedding, we shared edibles. That was a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were very loud and vocal. It was yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we got in trouble for sharing the edibles. <laughs> Shocking. wedding was, was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, and then... Uh, what was it? I gave him one of my edibles, like the actual big strong ones. And then, yeah, him and Steve were like, what the fuck did you give me the next time I saw <laughs> Well, you asked. Like, that was Dude, a good time. Brad, were you there when Steve almost set fire to his leg? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was WrestleMania one year. It was WrestleMania one year, and we were sitting outside because Kurt has a fireplace. And this is back when he had, like, now he has like this super nice gas one, but before he had like a log one. So we were just constantly putting logs on the fire. And Steve was like, guys, this fire is really hot, but like wouldn't move. And then, uh, so like the whole WrestleMania happened. It was cold, but like we had the fire going, so we were nice and warm. And the whole time Steve's like, guys, this fire is like really hot. And then the next day he sent Kurt a picture of his knees and he had second degree burns on his knees from sitting too close to the fire and Kurt and I were like you know any other person would have just been like this fire's hot I'm gonna get up but Steve was like guys this fire's hot and just kept sitting there he also uh because another time that I was there there was like an ice cream bar wrapper near the bar oh my god and Steve just pointed at him but he didn't say anything while the summit caught on fire that was um saber had brought over like the the space ice cream or some shit like that yeah and then steve i remember to this day just (laughs) instead of doing anything (laughs) just on fire (laughs) and that was one of the things of uh i there's even i think i i googled or i like when Hacker and Kingdom were going through their, like, Snapchat Photoshop phase of, like, Hacker saying Kingdom was a racist, like, a part of the KKK, uh, Kingdom putting Hacker's face on stuff, I I said that Hacker was, like, the ma of Ontario for the movie that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Where Octavia uh, wanted every all the kids there, but then she tried to murder them, where Hacker's house was literally the place that a lot of us have gone to like when was the last time you didn't even at least have the offer of watching a pay-per-view at a hacker's place probably the last pay-per-view because we we're at nsw <laughs> and 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 none of us knew that the pay-per-view was happening yeah i think someone like right before we were all leaving was like oh there's a pay-per-view today and none of us were like oh yeah i guess so but um legitimately every other pay-per-view and like most ufcs he would send me a text and be like, hey, you want to come over? And like, Saber spent a ton of time down there during the pandemic, right? Yeah, almost every weekend. If there was a, like a wrestling pay-per-view or if there was um, like a UFC fight, 
like him and I, we were outside with um, Jeff Flurry. I guess his name's Justin, but I know him as Jeff Flurry from. I uh, only know about Jeff Flurry. Uh, we were watching. I think it was the last Khabib fight, mm-hmm. and it was kind of cold. But we were outside, and and Kurt looked at me, and he's like, "Do you want to get in the hot tub?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so Kurt and I watched the fights in the hot tub. Uh, the Cigar Shack. The Cigar Shack. Yeah, I love the Cigar Shack. Uh, Kevin, the intern, put Steve literally did that to me the other day. He came into my store to pick up a couple of figures, and he just looked at me and pointed when he noticed me. That's that's Steve. I love Steve so much. Uh, I I actually I've rarely I've never wrestled Hacker in a singles match, but I've tagged with him, and I've had four ways and a three and uh, like four ways and three ways with him uh, in the wrestling ring. What happens though was uh, I just I sent a message to Pierre because the only three way like I could remember that there's probably footage of because six months into wrestling, me, Brent, Hacker, and Tarek had like a main event at Fanshawe with Joey Ryan. I remember was on that. The show. So I think the show got pulled down because Joey Ryan was on it. He faced Gargano. Uh, yeah. And I, uh, I remember that. <laughs> that was the first year. Uh, and I, I actually reached out to Pierre, though, from No Limits, because I wrestled Hacker and Josh on that show. And that was when I was in my every third match needs a Mick Foley bump. And I was talking about it with Matt Grant earlier in the day. And I ruined a table. I, I, I think it was called the Jed Hall, because I got pushed yeah. off the top rope. Low boy, were you there for that wave? I was filming that shit. <laughs> was, this, was this the same show that you did the moonsault? No, this was uh, a few months later. Yeah, okay. And not a moonsault. I tried to do the moonsault. I just did a high angle senton. Yeah, big- scared the shit out of all of us. That's uh <laughs> that was the day, that was the weekend that I uh I removed my Twitter notifications because of Ethan Page resharing the video. Ah. I was I drove to London and Smash on the Sunday because I had to go pick up Kingdom. And uh yeah. <laughs> Legit scary. Uh, have you wrestled uh, Hacker? Oh, but uh, so talking about that, I got the footage of that next week on Tuesday on Ben's Twitch. We're gonna we're gonna do an open Zoom call, very much like this. If anyone wants to pop in that Sweet. knows Hacker and wants to have a chat, we're gonna watch some of his matches. And I made sure I got a copy of that so that we could all watch. Yeah, I've never wrestled Hacker, but I watch a whole whack of his matches. I got him to sign a my, whole uh, whack. Yeah, a whole whack. And then I got, <laughs> I got him to sign the PWI 500 when he was in it. He didn't know he was in it, so that was pretty cool. So he's like, That's awesome. before I sign this, I'm reading this and taking a picture. I'm like, go for it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin, the intern, says uh, he, he could see Wade doing a Bam Bam Snot moonsault. Can Wade see Wade doing that? I can do one standing. Ooh, shit. I have a video clip, Brad. I'll send it to you. Please. It's like a Terry flip, but yeah. Should have done it to save Travis that that show when you uh, when you <laughs> threw him and he didn't rotate enough and landed on his head. Wow! <laughs> just should have did it right there. Yeah. <laughs> just oh yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Hacker was uh, on that. Oh, he had a crazy match that night. Yeah, he worked uh, Blade in a death match, and I remember like I was so worried, and I looked in the ring to see if he was okay, and he just winked at me, and I was like, "Oh, he's fine. Cool." Yeah, he, he was doing everything crazy on that time. Yeah. 
Uh, this was a car from that death match. Meg made it out of Lego. From uh, oh, nice because uh, Evan and Cutsy did the pile drive around to the Lego, right? Yeah. They showed us all the Lego, and we're like, we start making random shit in it, so they'd land on spots. So like, you're an asshole, and then like it stayed in the ring for all the other crap. That was a good yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a nuts. They did like uh, a Spanish fly through a bunch of glass. Like it was crazy. They almost that's killed. Also, like hackers like, loves all types of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. They did that one over the top rope where Noel was sitting there and he didn't boot like move at all where they had the tubes and the glass. Yeah. Oh, that was just nuts. sitting right beside it. Absolutely yeah. wild. Like half the foot beside it, just like, yep, that happened. And I was just like, he's like, well, it didn't get in my beer. That's okay. It was just like, <laughs> awesome. He's a legend. Uh, and uh, you mentioned Noel. Is that the the same Noel that passed away recently? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I made sure to reach out to like, um, well Watts was one of them, but like Rip also. I reached out to Debruno and Brown and Gigi, but like the Hamilton community of like wrestling of wrestlers, not even just wrestling fans, like they've been just fucked over the last few weeks. Like sending my best wishes and positive thoughts that way, and like seeing everyone coming together, it's. It's it's nice. Like the the yeah. GoFundMe got launched today. That's been shared a bunch. Uh, I know a bunch of people. Matt, Greed, me, Josh. We're all doing our own little things to raise money for it. And like it's a little might be slightly morbid to think about it, but like I'm terrified because it's the brain. Like he's sedated right now, and we have no idea. Like they're doing tests for brain function, but as of right now, Kurt isn't wrestling this year. Hopefully he's wrestling next year or at all, but he also, I was telling someone earlier, he's not a lazy wrestler. Like, yeah. he goes balls to the wall every single fucking time. He he got married last year, had his daughter this year, didn't slow down at all. Probably one of the most used guys during the pandemic, to be honest. Yeah, for sure. And his style of wrestling, I there was a Courage show of him versus Aiden. I think it was the same day it was the last A1 show. And I just told Kurt afterwards, I was like, Huh, uh, you really love like early mid 2000s uh, indie wrestling, don't you? And he's like, Yeah, I'm like you wrestle like it. And I love seeing people wrestle like the style they love. Yeah, that's kind of like, for me, that's kind of what like I found indie wrestling was like 2002, 2006 era. So like seeing him do those matches is like, this is the best. Yeah, always has a great match. Because uh, uh, you mentioned Alpha One, and then also like around that time, Smash was starting up. Brad, like the character progression that Kurt's had of he's not afraid to reinvent himself. Like I, I mentioned earlier uh, to Matt Grant, he he relabeled himself as Antihero SOS, but he's one of the biggest unsung heroes in Ontario wrestling. Yeah, agreed. And him changing all that stuff from just being like the hacker with the laser quest vest on. And yeah, shit like and then that. into and also, like the the evil cult leader. Guy. He's not a fucking computer guy. N- knows nothing about computers. <laughs> I know uh, something about that too. <laughs> the internet guy who's hard with internet. <laughs> but uh, what coming from someone like seeing and collaborating with uh, with Kurt when he's doing, especially like his Smash stuff, like. What was your favorite parts of seeing his ideas and seeing his, like, thought process and shit? I just like the fact that, like, he would fight for his ideas um, no matter what. 
So if he had an idea that he thought was good, he would push and push and push for it. And he'd go to the right people and make sure that it happened. And he was very particular with it. So like with kill screen, there was a couple times where he absolutely hated how it came off because there was one time in London where a whole bunch of students were going to be in kill screen, but they're all just wearing random shirts and like bandanas around their faces where like every other member of kill screen was wearing all black with like those ski masks. And it, it was like, he was disappointed by how it came off because it wasn't perfect. And that's something that he strove for, which was awesome because it was so much fun to see him come up with an idea, make that idea happen and then excel with it. Like the ambulance match he had with Brent Banks was because Seb asked him, Hey, what type of match do you want to have? And Kurt jokingly said an ambulance match. And then we had a fucking ambulance match and it was insane. (laughs) See what I'm telling you, Wade? A lot of uh, promoters and thoughts in wrestling are not that long-term and thought out. It is a lot of shit, especially on indie wrestling level, was a joke at some point and maybe inebriated. Yeah. Well, I jokingly said I want to put someone through a table and uh, look what a courage pro wrestling. (laughs) Uh, I like that Wade just realized this wasn't a Zoom call after like four words into that sentence. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bridgebrook Event Center, check it out. <laughs> Thank you, Wade. Thank you. Um, That's a Wade moment right there. I'll tell I love you, Wade. Don't ever change. I <laughs> love you too, Brad. Do not change. Hello. What's up, Travis? Hey, what's up? Uh, What was your your first memory of uh, Hacker and some of your favorites? Um, I don't really have much of a memory of like when I first met Hacker, but yeah, because motherfucker got his head hit a lot. Your first match was with Hacker. My first ever like actual match was with Hacker, though. Um, and so my first match was like, told me like maybe 15 minutes before it happened at a PWO, Shawnee mm-hmm. mode didn't show up. And so, uh, I replaced him for a white trash circus. And then I was told that Kurt and Steve like pitched for me to come in mm-hmm. and, uh, they were very patient with me. Uh, especially because I was such a nervous wreck that day with that match. Um, Albright knows for sure because he saw it. Me yeah, and me and Wheeler were watching you that day. It was very cute to see. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, like, Kurt's been always just such a fucking great guy, man. Like, uh, he drove me down from Barry when I snuck into Hustle Brand. Because uh, I didn't have any money to train back. Um, and you didn't message any of us that you were going to the show. No, I just I just took a bus and a train and just went in. I'm no, you didn't go in. To- you couldn't get in through the front door. And we walked from the back to like go grab a Subway sandwich or something. You're like, and we, we just went, you? 
And you're like, yeah, do you know how I can get in? <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to break in through the front. <laughs> you're trying to break in. I remember that. We yeah. went to, to Pita Pit. Yeah. And we're like, what's St. Travis doing here? That's the ready? thing ever. Was that, the same, was that yeah. the same night as uh, Anton losing his car keys? Yes. What a ridiculous night. Did he ever find them? I think he, like, kind of found them. But, like, after, like, uh, the fucking tow truck and everything else. Also, the cold-ass uh, cabins. <laughs> Um, was that but, the same night? That was a different night. Dude, I think that all happened the same fucking night. That was the coldest night of my life. <laughs> Why did Saber not tell us we were supposed to bring anything beds or sheets or anything, that piece of shit? And also, who didn't spend a night in that cabin? Saber, yeah. That guy's <laughs> a legend. Me? <laughs> Me and Patrick had to, like, hop in an Uber to this place, and we didn't know what, like, our camp number was at. We were just looking Dude, for Dude, I was there, it. too. Were you, you were with me and Patrick? Yeah. So you saw me running around with my shirt off at that point. Yeah, it was, like, negative three out. I was very, I was very drunk. I was very warm. Heating weather. Uh, that's a fucking vertigo. Saber totally set us up for failure. 100%. Yeah, he totally did. Uh, are you at the girl's place, Brad? Yeah. Hello, Mrs. Uh, Beerly Vegan. Is that the Instagram account? Yeah, she's making dinner, though. I think oh, it shit. might almost be ready. It's okay, most at Brad Meyer's Chef. Uh, what's being cooked up? Uh, wonton nachos. Fancy. Yeah. I'm not laughing this time. Take a picture of that thing. Wait, okay, so now that I actually have you here. Wonton tacos are a real thing? Like, it's a normal thing? I don't know. I don't think so. But I remember at Applebee's, you thought chicken wonton tacos was the funniest thing in the fucking world for, God, it must have been three hours night. or so. The whole night. Yeah. That was they were nice good. I missed them. I'm, I'm hot at Applebee's because I got rid of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm still hot at Boston Pizza for getting rid of the pizza burger a few years ago. Yeah, but you can still that get bandana bread at Boston Pizza, and everyone knows that's the best thing. <laughs> One time, Dan and I uh, ordered a large pizza, but ordered it as a Bandera bread. We said, can we get a Bandera bread, but can we get a large pizza of it? And they're like, I think so. And you're just like... Pfft. Yeah, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Hey, you just got to be confident enough. Just ask for something. Yeah. And they don't know. But Worst case scenario, it, they, say, they say no, and I just got a personal Bandera bread. Would, are you above making your, uh, making your, what's it called, your own pizza Pandera bread at that point? No. I'm absolutely not above that. How would you make it then? Because I've, I've had different times where I've had, like, a little mini personal pizza, and I've had, like, egg rolls, and I've, like, dipped into it and just folded the pizza like a taco. Dude, people underestimate awesome. how fat I am. That sounds delicious. Dude, when I was I'm a fat kid at heart, you know that. Uh, my my heart knows I was a fat kid. I'm uh, I'm questioning it every day. Uh, when yeah. I was younger, my my fat kid food was two waffles with a mini pizza in the middle. That's legendary. Look at Wade. <laughs> Wade is questioning it, but also thinks he's about to go try it. <laughs> I That's love the Yokozuna bun, though. Right? 
I did it myself. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think this is uh, Michael Walsh from the Counted Out Seven. This is breaking news. This is like heart. I told news. you. I told you you could do it. As a restaurant manager and a former one at Boston Pizza, we will make it if you ask. Wait, the the pizza, uh, the pizza bread or the pizza burger or both? The pizza bandera bread. Oh, that's a good question. If they can do the pizza burger, uh, Brett, I, I can't do it this weekend. I'm not in the province. But next weekend, Brad, uh, I would like to take you out to Boston Pizza to get this. I'm in. I'm in. After NSW, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Or is, that whatever the, else. is that the Sunday? Yeah, I think so. There's also the ALS thing on the 23rd. I'm going to the Ticats game on the 23rd, I think. Yeah. Is uh, it ready? Oh, shit. It was Tyler. Yeah. So uh, enjoy your dinner, Brad. Uh, I'll let you go. Hi, right, Brad. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Look at that, some bitch. You got two fat kids and a fucking stoner here, and you just, like, silenced us with food. Yeah, we have good Who's the stoner, then? I'm going to go what? eat this, boys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Brad. I love you, and uh, I hope to see, hope to see you soon, man. For sure. Safety. He called you a fat kid. No, you, we. Yeah. What the fuck? To be fair, no. <laughs> I, me, all three of us. I, I feel like me and you smoke more than Travis now. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I barely smoke now. Yeah, so I think it's more so like it's we only get one subtitle on the business card. So me and you get fat kid. He gets stoner. But if we had more room, we would have fat kid, stoner, just hungry. <laughs> just like at a restaurant, once you start adding more stuff onto it, it costs more. 100%. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm trying to get... Uh, where'd it go? Uh, this is what happens when I try to produce a show while doing the show. Uh, so uh, how, was your, uh, how was your weekend, uh, Travis? It was good. I had a Thanksgiving dinner with the family. Um, oh, hey, Kurt. Oh, guess. Well, Kurt is, but Gumby. Uh, um, you, you had a chance to work with uh, Curtis during the pandemic. Uh, how did you enjoy working with him? God, he was so approachable, so respectful. Like, I didn't, I'm not too familiar with Hacker. Like, I've seen him, like, off and on at shows that I've been around, like, Ontario. But, like, um, that was the first time I actually, like, met him face-to-face and actually got to, like, work with him. And, like, he was very, very approachable. Like, very super kind to me. And just, like, I loved watching him interact with you guys. Like, he just, he just such a really kind human being and like at the same time super talented like i he just he always just floor like just jaw dropped on the floor while i was like filming him like i can't really talk much about it but like it's just i i'll, I'll I'm some fucking God. spoilers hacker had multiple matches and he fucking killed it in all of them yes and he did absolutely i'll let you say it but <laughs> but no like he was just—he was just such a wonderful dude to like be around, and um, that Saturday, just seeing everyone's like, we were all like having such a great time, and then when that news hit and like pop broken, and uh, Sean broke it to everyone, just the mood just. Actually, all three of you guys were there, so starting with you, Curtis, and then I, we talked about Wade how you felt afterwards, but like, find out how you felt when you got the news, and then we'll go over to Brandon. Uh, so 
Brad said he just left the main event, got to the back and found out what happened. You're filming the show, so you have a little bit more of a delay there. When did you hear and just like how it affected you? Because I also know that you are an empathetic person. I found out before the main event and that's what killed me because um, looking at Jody and seeing how she was not okay, absolutely just breaking my heart. I was trying not to like put the camera like directly in her face just because I know she wasn't okay. I knew no one was okay. Like looking at you, Travis was killing me. Like it's, it like the mood just, like I said, just literally like went from here to just like, no one, no one was okay after that. Like we were just basically, we have to just push through it because they, everyone, everyone's here. We are, we're in the show. Like we just like the show has to go on, unfortunately. And it's just, I felt, I felt everyone's sorrow and it, it killed me when I, like, I kept it together and luckily, thankfully I kept it together, but I remember walking through my door and I, I grabbed Brian like right away. Cause it just, it, and it, it hit, like, like I said, I'm an empathy. So it even kills me while talking about it. Just no. And Brian and the, uh, Brian in the chat did say he didn't know anything until you guys got home and he was worried about Travis. Wade, I actually remembered something and I'll get to you last to just drop this tidbit. But Travis mentioning, because even Brian says he was worried about you at the show. Uh, Curtis says he could clearly see and you are also a sensitive, empathetic person. So like, how did you... When did you find out and how did you react and how are you still coping with that three, four days later? Um, so I found out like, or I would say like right after the main event and we're all kind of like, we're sitting there and I see Puff like just kind of like, he's crying. And then I saw like, uh, where's I talking to him and like kind of like trying to calm him down. And then Puff and, uh, Sean just broke the news and like I just kind of sat there I'm like trying to like take it in and I I just kind of went to the back and sat there and I let it you know I try to let it get through my system kind of thing and then I went over to merch and I just kind of like wanted to put it away but I just started standing there and just realized what was going on kind of thing and then Forza walked over and he's like you okay? And, like, he's, like, trying to, like, see if I'm fine. And, like, yeah. I'm fine. And then, like, it all rushed out. Like, I just started bawling my eyes out. And then, like, Forrest just grabbed me and he hugged me. And I just, him and Brad just started, like, making sure everything was okay. And I had, like, a moment where I, like, I was finally getting calm again. And then I started <laughs> talking to Wade. And then I just started bawling my eyes out again. And then, like, it just, it kept hitting me in waves. And, like, it's because, like, I look up to Kurt, like, so much. And, yes. like, he's, like, the guy that, like, got me so many opportunities. And he's helped you me. You dropped so styrofoam uh, bricks on his dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, thinking about that, even, like, I saw the footage earlier today. And just, like, <clears throat> throwing the powder in Steve's face. And I just remember how much of a blast we were having. And. Even with that, he was, like, being a director at the same time. Because you, you also saw the script. I mentioned it earlier of 
he wrote that in like a notepad on his phone and just like screenshotted it and sent it to us and like everything yeah. was written out in it. I was like, oh, we're gonna find out the day of kind of thing, right? And I look and I went, holy shit, like this guy would pull out for this, man. That but... was a short movie. That I consider that a Sunset Crip uh, co-production. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's better than the other co-production where, uh, for NSW, the Brass Knuckles title match. Um, not many people know about that, thank God. Um, <laughs> but... I, know, uh, I saw how that important here, so hi. Um, I do, uh, uh, Jeff, if you're willing to hop on, send a request to be uh, on the live because I'd love to chat with you. Uh, but going over to Wade... Uh, I know I asked you about how Barry was earlier today, and you mentioned that you got a he chant. Uh, sorry, yeah, I'm Jeff just commenting. Hey guys, it's great that you're all having the chance to talk about Curtis and just reflect on and such. I'm not sticking around, but just keep up the support and positive energy. Uh, and 100, that's why I want to talk about. Him. I want to talk about all the good times. I it's weird hippie shit maybe, but I'm not <laughs> religious. And I think if we talk about the good times, if we are happy and we're not sad and we are hopeful for when we get to see Kurt next, because even if he can't wrestle, that motherfucker is going to be at shows. He's going to be critiquing us all. And at least if he's willing to come out for the Go Hard Pro shows next year, like I will pay him his fee to just sit around and bullshit with us and have a cigar. <laughs> He's going to make fun of all of us for crying over him, too. Oh, 100. Oh, Kingdom sure. uh, had the best tweet saying, oh, he had brain surgery, and Kurt would appreciate if he asked if he got a brain installed. Like, that is the <laughs> hacker that people don't fully know about. Uh, but going over to Wade, you mentioned your match was okay, but you got a he chant even though the, uh, the microphone wasn't working. And I was talking to Sean the other day, and he did mention that, and I don't give a fuck if I've done enough for Barry Wrestling and helped Sean enough. I'm going to drop these tidbits because why the yes. fuck not? That he was supposed to be Hacker coming back for December. Yeah. So when you're having this and like having that moment of you're doing something with Hacker, you're getting that buzz started and then this happens, like that has to be another element to why you felt so fucking heavy, right, Wade? Pretty much. I think that was an element for me as well because I got excited when I got the news that Wade was facing Hacker because that was just like that that that's just a feud that just sounds so great on paper and like even more better on film. So it's like as a producer, I was super excited for that. And then I think that's why the news was super heavy for me because it's just like to go from like the day before to like Wade's facing Hacker in December to that is just it's just such it, it, <laughs> I liked it I know that's like a little bit of like fanboy and everything but like I, I really did uh, uh, I was told <laughs> from Sean that's not what I was told well, <laughs> you may not be like tall, but that's what it was what you're thinking of here I was told it was oh a, we got a nipple by the way we got a nipple check uh, uh rumor says if you show your nipple on film, Gimpy uh gets uh hard on. I got two of them, so there you go, Nip. Well, what were you told then? I was told it was a team. Uh <laughs> see, and this is why I mean where things just change constantly. I'm told yeah. one thing and then it goes to a different direction. That still sounds that's still just well, as great on paper. 
and to I, be fair, you're, you're filming the show, and the wrestlers yeah. get told a completely different thing. So yeah, so it's it's I don't know, man. That's what you learn like, in indie wrestling and in entertainment. There are a lot of ideas until it happens, yeah. until shit actually. Because once again, life gets in the way. Some accidents happen, and those are the things where here's a bunch of ideas. And the benefit of pro, pro wrestling, entertainment wise is if a show's been filmed and it's on episode seven and people hate where the storyline's going, they're fucked for the next three episodes. Hey, I can still be excited about something in the future. Even if it's told one thing, it comes to a A good wrestling promotion will listen to the crowd and they will dictate who should be the top baby face, who should be the top heel. Absolutely. But I can still be excited about what I'm told, even if it gets changed or anything. It's just, that's just the producer and the fan of me. Yeah, but, just, but if a girl or a partner you're interested in says they're gonna suck your dick and they never do, like you're you're okay to not that's be okay. Not but be you, you're you're talking about something sexual versus professional wrestling. Oh, that's you've a little, never trained that, with me. Hey, Travis. That's personal how many times, versus business. Hey, hey, Travis. How many times do <laughs> I compare wrestling to sex? Plenty. Yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm asking the master at that basically. point for like a cool thing, like. <laughs> But the way I was explained was that it was going to be a tag team, like a group thing with uh, someone else, too. So, like, they come out, help out at the thing, right? And then the next show would be Hacker come out to, like, be the third guy as the leader dude. Okay. Plan subject to change. And I do know uh, Barry is organizing something for December because I think Sean may have been one of my first messages after I processed it of, like, because weirdly enough the last two weeks i've been thinking i'm like okay i i did the holiday show last year because i did a fucking toy drive the year before and the toy drive was just a a joking tweet at two in the morning before going to work going man i think it'd be cool if i filled my van with toy donations and then i saw pretty ricky at the show that night at cwo on a thursday he's like oh that tweet you had was a good idea let's try to do that and and literally, it, that's what took it off, and it was successful. It was fun. Thanks for contributing, Wade. Uh, and then with the holiday show, I'm like, I want an excuse to hang out with my friends. And then we did that. Uh, so, like, there's all these things I was thinking about, like, what can we do to raise money? And I'm like, how does a toy drive work in a pandemic? But, like, people yeah. still need help. And then, unfortunately, with this happening on the weekend, uh, dealing with that, it's like, well, at least this is a community coming together. And Hacker loves Halloween. Hacker loves Christmas. So I messaged Sean. I was like, I don't know if you're planning something already, but December needs to be some sort of like celebration for uh, Hacker and a dedication. Which, which I can tell you right now, that is the plan. And I have a feeling that's why he made it all day. And I'm, I that's all I know so far. Details are still being like pieced out, but. See, I uh, saw that fucking event page today that said Barry Wrestling Athon, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And all I could think about was, fuck, how much content am I going to have to produce for this? I got to do stuff for the ALS thing. I got to do this stuff for Barry. I got to do stuff for my Patreon. And I'm like, I'm more than willing to help, but like, I can't wait till January 1st. I, I think I'm making no money in wrestling for the rest of the fucking year because uh, I'm helping a lot of people, but uh, I can't wait till January <laughs> Man, I saw that, and all I thought is like, I I need more I need more batteries for my cameras. <laughs> like I don't have enough right now. 
uh, I'm gonna uh, remove you for right now, Curtis. Thank you for sharing your stories. I'm gonna try to get Kingdom no on it. But uh, thank you so much. Uh, I we need to get Kingdom and Salting Hacker a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Peace out. See you soon. Uh, Kingdom did in the comment section put hackers are is ridiculous about Christmas. Dude bought me a miniature Christmas tree as a gift two years ago, and that's the uh, that's a little Charlie Brown tree in the background of Kingdoms. And he one. hasn't declined the uh, invite to be live, so I'm pretty sure he's putting on some piece of clothing. I think this is exactly what happened because I see it every time we have a Zoom call. He just gets up from his chair, he walks away, and he walks like a Lego man, to be honest. <laughs> well, you are what you like. You are what you like. I almost made an inappropriate joke. Uh, Hacker would have appreciated it. But, well, at least uh, I got myself before I said anything dumb, so that's a bonus. Congrats, <laughs> by the way. Congratulations. I, I saw your... Uh, Meg was, like, coming, I was like... Meg uh, was super impressed. Call. Not a Zoom call. Yeah, Meg was super impressed. I was impressed, too. Uh, uh, Kingdom's having you... some weird... Is, is Meg there right now? Yeah. Uh, tell her I said hi. Hey. Wait, oh, you uh, have no camera on, Kingdom? Yeah, I have no lights on. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I all the time out. I've done Instagram live, oh, it's yeah. never just been black. Oh, like yeah, I, I didn't I'm, know what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm naked as fuck. I, mean, I told I'm you. Naked. I fucking I told everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you why though. Because you're uh, home alone. You don't need to wear clothes. Well, there's that, but I also, uh, this is the two days every year that I have to wear a heart monitor. <laughs> so I have, I have, uh, like three leads on my chest and I'm wearing a heart. I have to wear a heart monitor for a couple of days. And, uh, and I hate, well, like, I hate this so much, <laughs> but, uh, it's, I like the way that you showed the heart monitor though. It feels like I'm on some classy, like the shopping channel kind of thing. Oh yeah. Well, so I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, laying on my bed with the cat and drawing and I mm. went to check my emails and I remembered that you had sent me this message and I hadn't read it yet. So I just uh, popped. What's it called? Well, you said the two days a year. Is it always like Thanksgiving that you get your heart checked out? Yeah, this is. I have my. Uh, I have my annual cardiology appointment around this time each year, so I always try to make it uh, a couple of days after Thanksgiving now, because usually I would have just gotten back from New York Comic Con, so. Yeah, it's, it's it's just it just lines up. Okay, it, it's Wait, not like you had high sodium because of turkey or something. Or no, no, ham. no, no, no. This, I I have, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm fifty fucking years old. I have an annual cardiology appointment. It's a thing. So <laughs> this is my spectrum when I talk about people that I have as friends that are super young and old. It's yeah. literally Brendan and fucking Kingdom. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. that is my scale. Anyway. Uh, you, you posted that great photo, though, of Hacker and Del Bruno at one of the Wrestler Union shows oh, when they God, were super yeah, young. That's from, that's from, like, the fall of 2007. So they're, like, fucking... Was that the first time that you met them? Yeah. Yeah. 
As far as I know, yeah. And I, uh, Mello took that photo. That was that's that was in and amongst uh, um, hundreds of photos that Mello took at those uh, first few union shows in Toronto in two thousand seven. So, uh, what have been some of your uh, favorite moments with Kurt? Like, especially with you guys both at Smash. I was talking about Brad. I was talking with Brad about earlier of how he was so gung ho on his ideas. Yeah, um, he has. Uh, he prides himself on uh, his wackier ideas, and um, I uh, on on more than one occasion we just sat around where he was just listing off just ridiculous, stupid stipulations for for wrestling matches. Um, what are some of your favorite that you remember? Uh, God, there's none of them are coming to mind right now, which is terrible. And he'd be so mad at me for that. I know uh, he talked a lot because of Space Monkey. He wanted a show full of like monkeys pretending to be humans, but Space Monkey would be the only normal wrestler on that show. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, he, um, I know for a while now he's wanted to, uh, he would like to take over. NSW, just so that he could can uh, can unleash his his crazier ideas. He's let's <laughs> let's just make NSW uh, um, an off the wall comedy stipulation fed, and <laughs> he hasn't been able to convince certain people to do that yet. Yes, yes. But uh, yeah, you talk about him being into uh, Halloween and and Christmas. Yes, he puts uh, he puts thought and effort into his Halloween costumes. And uh, come Christmas time, he is like a uh, a three Christmas tree minimum guy. <laughs> and I tease him about that constantly, uh, which is why uh, Christmas of for Christmas of, of 2019, he bought me a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, <laughs> uh, which I absolutely love. He 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 knew he knew how to pander to me. So <laughs> so as much as I bother him about being about having multiple, like he has a minimum three Christmas trees each year. I have two Christmas trees that are constantly on display in my apartment, and it never. It never crosses my mind when I'm teasing him that this is true. Uh, <laughs> so I'm 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 quite a fucking hypocrite. So <laughs> uh, it, that, that, that the, the the peanuts tree is on display because a it's peanuts and b my friend Kurt gave it to me. So <laughs> and I remember you grabbed that during your like four and a half minute promo, which I had no issue with. Other people tried to shit on it during the holiday special. Ah, you know what? People could go to fuck. <laughs> That's not an expression. I've said it before. Yeah, people. Me too. Great you can't go to fuck. You have to go to fucking hell. Like it has. Oh, to be you can go to fuck. No, you can go to fuck. Yeah, you can go to fuck. Yeah, it's possible. I think I, I need think a specific was, uh, place. Swiping things. He goes to fuck all the time. Go, yeah. <laughs> go, 
go straight to fuck. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Few dabs in, but I got that one down, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and an edible. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course, in it, uh, because it was Kurt. Uh, when I found out you're the one who actually you texted me it was like 7 a.m. on Saturday. When Sunday. I, was it Sunday? Yeah. Days mean nothing. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was Sunday morning. Sa- 7 a.m. Sunday morning when when you told me about it, and my first tweet about it was a few hours later, and I said uh, be- only because it was, it's Kurt. I said uh, you know woke up to the news of of. Uh, hackers brain surgery uh i'm gonna assume that they finally installed one uh which i i I know that at at some point he's gonna wake up and and, uh you know start getting himself back to normal and he's gonna read all this shit and i i wouldn't want to put something sappy as my first uh (laughs) as my first reaction this is this is the kind of thing that I would expect him to write about me if if something similar had happened. Uh, I, I'm gonna boot you off for a second, Travis, because I want to get Clay in here. I forgot that he's been in the chat this whole time, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go shower and do some shit. So I'll see you soon, buddy. Have a good one. See you soon. Love you guys. See you, Trav. Me you. Yeah, let me see if I can get Clay in here because especially his last comment of. Uh, I've been to F before. Yeah, he means fucking Grimsby. I uh, I asked him, I think, online. Oh, I see Kingdom's face for a second. Oh, wow. It feels like there's Blair Witch going on. Kingdom's apartment. Uh, hey, Clay, how's it going, buddy? Happy belated Thanksgiving. Comb your hair, Happy you fuck. Hey, at least he has hair to comb. <laughs> Listen, at least I don't like golden shower videos, Kingdom. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, fucking right there. I still, you know what? I'm never gonna figure out how that happened, uh, and I know I'm. Uh, as long as you exist, I'm never gonna live it down. You can deny it all you want, but I saw it with my own four he found eyes. The retweet. He found it's, it. It's true. I found it, dude. Ask Grizz all the ride home from that show. <laughs> I was searching through Twitter, and I found the retweet so that I could unlike, just so I could unlike it. It's like. Like, you didn't unre oh yeah, because there was a like thing. It was a like, it wasn't a retweet. But I, I, I found I found the original post uh so that I could unlike it. Fucking gross, dude. No, you liked it. It's all it's on your hands. It, yeah, <laughs> what what sucks too about that is the fact that you liked the video. Like even if you fell asleep and your phone it wasn't a, it wasn't accidentally a, liked it, you physically the button's called the like button. Even if you didn't like it, you liked it. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> uh, Clay, what was your first and favorite memories uh, with or of Hacker? Uh, it was, uh, God, it was a Courage show. And uh, it was, was it Eric, Eric Carney just got to the locker room. Oh, and uh, he, le- he, left, he left his bag uh, sitting alone and Eric had to go to the bathroom. And Kurt had his uh, had his pump a dump like uh, this like the front spray. He opened up Eric's bag, sprayed everything on the inside, closed it up, and left left it as is. And and Kurt just sat back with a big smirk on his face. And and Eric and, and Eric's talking to me like, hey, blah blah blah, how's it going, right? 
get, gets the bag open and the whole locker room reeks, reeks of ass, right? And Kurt, and Kurt is just losing it, right? And 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 Eric was just so livid, and he he was like, "What? Who did this?" Right? And he saw he saw Kurt laughing in the corner, right? And then, it, like like uh, Eric saw, like, "Okay, all right, I can't be mad." So <laughs> it was uh, the yeah. whole corner of an MCW uh, venue with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh god all I it was just so nasty like the stairs from like the little stage thing giggling i'm like oh boy and like he got yates that like the the sound booth he put his hand through the curtain like oh <laughs> there's people that were there and the, i'm pretty sure a couple of people they thought they shit themselves so they went and went <laughs> and checked themselves <gasps> like how many beers did you guys have like what the fuck is going on <laughs> They came back like, yeah. oh, I'm perfectly fine, man. You should check yourself. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a rib that keeps on ribbing. Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was great though. Like he cleared out like the half of the building <laughs> at one side. Oh, Lord, oh. I, I, I do think like this is, th- like this is the good stuff that needs to be said and get out there of. Uh, of just like different feel good moments and just conversations because like clay you've been around for a little while and like you've seen him of in the locker room in the ring even on his fucking podcast of him just not giving a fuck he is unabashedly himself he loves everything that he loves horror movies halloween christmas and then now having a fucking daughter getting married last year like he he's a great dude yeah Oh God, he's he's one of the best guys that I've met in pro wrestling. Actually, uh, uh, it was uh, it was Josh and Ethan uh, uh, with uh, with Jim Rats, and that was at Boston Knuckle Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like they threw on like like probably one of the best tag matches that that's that there's no footage of by the way. Of course, Ontario. Cause, cause, because every every great wrestling match in Ontario just does it's just there's no footage of it. Doesn't exist. But uh, but yeah no uh, just uh, and not only watching Hacker in ring but but talking to him uh, personally like he is such a genuine dude and yeah hearing hearing that news like sh- definitely uh, definitely shocked safety myself and Matt Grant because we had a we had a car ride home from Barry and so like uh, I I I try to cap the mood light but yeah we we're all just kind of. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go on a little road. side tangent here for a second. Wade, why do you not ride with Clay and Travis to Barry? I don't know. I just didn't message anybody, and then I just went there. It was the okay. longest conversation I had with Shane Saber by myself after everybody left, though. Like, just normal conversation. <laughs> was it Was it about beard products? No, we just like, had just a general conversation for like 20, 30 minutes, and then like we both got in the, each other's cars and left or whatever. That was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh clay how did you enjoy barry this past weekend uh i didn't i enjoyed it great someone's fucking calling me how oh dare- yeah because i forget you use like an ipod touch for this right i know how dare somebody try to get a hold of you i know it's 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 avery sorry sorry avery i'm busy <laughs> oh what why is it why is fucking Jeff Smith posting photos about Avery being sexy? Is he even eighteen yet? Um, we'll not. We will not go there. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not going to answer that question. 
Um, if he's 18 or why he's posting these fucking photos? Wait a minute. Why aren't you going to answer the question? You might be saving this guy from committing a fucking capital crime here. I, hey, hey, I, I know nothing, Kingdom. <laughs> I'm just, just going to leave it that way. Okay. All right. So you're willing to talk about stupid shit that you found on my Twitter. But <laughs> you, won't, you won't stop a guy from committing, <laughs> committing a statutory act. You you listen. Really, you really you, you like the video. You, you like the video. You really, highway battles. Just turn it around on him. I don't want the world to know that Clay Wilson is a fucking villain. Okay. Yeah. What? Clay, beat the fuck out of him. I will beat you up, Kingdom. I will. Be, I will oh, beat you up. Wow. You'll beat me up. Fuck, buddy. This is some gonna, fair show insults right we're, here. We're gonna we're gonna be having a hospital bedside vigil for you next. Think about it. Think about it. Listen, <laughs> listen, I will take it to the grave that Kingdom James liked that video and you can deny it all you want. You liked it. Uh, oh, hey, you even Gimpy in the chat said Kingdom likes being peed on. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> gonna happen. I'm going to have to knock Clay Wilson out and piss on him. Hey, uh, just book, if you want to punch Clay Wilson in the face, just book him in a match against you. This is this is the kind oh. of match hacker would be, would fucking book. Uh, also, <laughs> a match. Loser also, gets pissed what, on. What, what are you cutting up with your tiny red scissors there, you hippie goof off? Hey, you I got long fingernails, so I got I to gotta trim them. Sure. I do. Sure. Okay. Paul Saccone did say Avery is 18. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I think at the oh. seminar he said he like recently turned 18. Which is good. Wasn't a child. <laughs> what happened, King? What is it? I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. Nutri Scoop Stitches. Hey, Clint, Snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> oh lord! Um, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a it's gonna be another volume of barely legal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> volume seven, barely legal. <laughs> uh, wait, I'm gonna pop you off for a minute. Uh, Matt Grant put a a great fucking line in the chat, and I don't want to repeat what he said. I want him to say it. Uh, so thanks for joining, Wade. I'll talk to you real soon. Uh, yeah, be safe, buddy. Uh, Clay, how was uh, how was your Thanksgiving weekend, though? Uh, actually, it was uh, good. Um, didn't uh, didn't spend uh, dinner with the family. I was uh, out in Barrie. And hey, Matthew Grant. Hello. Hello. I was not ready for this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, did did uh, did wrestling in St. Catharines yesterday. Had two matches. And uh, then I, I had I had Thanksgiving dinner in the morning uh, on Sunday morning. I had turkey stuffing, cram, uh, cranberry, mashed potatoes, all the good stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, Matt, you want to, uh, when we were talking about uh, Jeff Smith posting uh, sexy in front of his Mustang photos, uh, you had a great comment in there. Just Jeff Smith being Jeff Smith? <laughs> <laughs> He knows. He knows. 
Uh, and Justin Zane uh, with a Z in the comment section, I'm going back through, it says, hey, we are 50. We don't like to be peed on. At our age, we pee on ourselves already. <laughs> you got a heart rate monitor. You also have a diaper kingdom? Fuck no. Again. <laughs> that is... That, that's where the conversation ends, man. <laughs> You're into Clay, what? do you have this screenshotted in your phone? Uh, the screenshot of uh, of Kingdom liking it? Yeah. Yeah. I can confirm. I can 100% confirm. I have seen it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm glad he showed it to me. I would never have known about it if he hadn't shown it to me. The problem is when he did show it to me, it was like the creepiest fucking vibe from him of, hey, uh, you know, I don't want to start trouble, but uh, I got to show you something. <laughs> it Ew. wasn't like that. It, was, it wasn't like it that. It was. It was totally No, it like wasn't. I had to approach you. Jordan was with me. And, and I said, Kingdom, I got to talk to you something. Yeah, like, kind of like uh, sitting down for an AA meeting. It's like, it's all like, <laughs> hey, Kingdom, I, I, I know you have a it's problem. It's a Twitter vention. <laughs> it's yeah. a Twitter vention. It's not kink shaming. It's kink acknowledging. Yeah. <laughs> and, and sitting, down for a, sitting down for a fucking 12-step meeting. Hi, my name is Clay, and I creep my friend's social media. Hi, Clay. <laughs> no, you misheard in your old age. He said, hi, my name is Clay, and I'm worried my friend is a creep on social media. Matt, are you going to let him talk to you like that? <laughs> hey, I'm going to sit oh, back hey, and enjoy this Matt, one, because I've seen it. I've seen it. You've got, you've got some explaining to do for him. Matt oh, is fucking already, married. Done, he is I've the furthest thing from a creep. I've already done the explaining, and the explanation is... Yeah, it's true, but I don't know how it happened. <laughs> uh, going back on topic. Hang around uh, hacker too much, shit. <laughs> yes, he would enjoy all of this. Oh, yeah, yeah, hacker is totally... Hey, here's, uh, we're talking about a guy who got banned from Twitch because he showed his sack. <laughs> so, I mean, but why did he show his sack? Oh, it was during the McNuggets challenge. He was trying to get Jeff Black to puke. <laughs> <laughs> His intentions were so so maliciously well intended for the entertainment of all. Who's who's super dog on eleven uh, spelling my shoot name wrong? <laughs> super Dogon? Who's that? He uh, he is a long he is a long time uh, friend of mine, and uh, he he goes to all the shows that he can, and. Oh. Uh, I just want to say peace, Super Dogon. It's good to see you, man. Oh, he's like saying, "Great What's dude." Up? Oh, the glasses just went yeah, on. Broke out real because I'm trying to look. I'm trying to see his, his uh, the the picture. You're trying to look at more golden shower videos, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm only gonna say this once. Well, no, I'm probably gonna say it every time I see Clay. <laughs> I'm gonna bow out, guys. Uh, have a good one, Matt. Thank you for doing that stream earlier today. It was nice. To oh no, honestly, before I went to sleep, genuinely, it wasn't a, a sweat whatsoever. Uh, guys, go donate to the GoFundMe as well. Check out, spread the word. I'm out of here. Adios, guys. Have a good night. Matt, have a good night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Clay is fixated on this because he's keeping his own dirty, dirty secret. <laughs>
No, I have a dirty Clay secret. Wilson has no issues. He just likes to fuck. <laughs> As say, yeah, he's got a cock on him. I didn't say that. He's made money off of his uh, his size, but uh, which is something once again, a hacker would appreciate. He's You're monetizing the creeps. He's made money off of his size. Ew. <laughs> yes. Shirts. I've, I've made shirts. I've, I've sold out all my shirts. I've made money, and oh. I'm not going to sell any more shirts. What were your shirts? <laughs> oh, well, if, if you bought one, you, you would know what my shirt would look like. But, you know, okay. since you don't have my shirt, I'm not going to tell you. How could I fucking buy one if I didn't know they existed, you dunce? Be, you don't they, care these enough shirts about were, these shirts were sold out before I knew you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What were what was the shirts? No, uh, just it was just an inside joke reference, but it doesn't matter. I'm well I'm well past that. Clay loves a Seattle steamer. LOL. It's like a Cleveland steamer, just more wet. Oh, <laughs> 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 Uh, are you are you a Cleveland steamer guy, Clay? No, but I do know a person that has done Cleveland steamers, uh, and he do, and uh, he, he's been on uh, he's been on the Instagram live before. I'm not, uh, and uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he he currently trains uh-huh. out of St. Catharines. Look at that! Look at that look on on Brendan's face as he tries to figure out who it is. It's literally, I would think of someone, and then he'd add another detail of, like, guess who? And I'm like, fuck, it's not Adam. Okay, this person. Fuck, it's not Clarice. It's all of this. Uh, just, uh, uh, He was already on here. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Not not your life. Sorry. Uh, Bo's life. Uh, oh. Yeah. No, no. He's been on Bo's life uh, a bunch of times. Okay, that's why yeah, I went. Like yeah, at yeah. first, I thought you were gonna say, uh, "What's it called?" Uh, someone that's opened up about their uh, STD issues. Oh jeez! What's hey. the oh, How's it going? Did you get a haircut? <laughs> I did get a haircut. You not a sad. real, not a real job though. What? Yeah. What? Uh, what justice of the peace are you trying to impress? Yeah, that's. That's what happened. I had the handlebar mustache and did porn, and then now I'm uh, licensed a registration, please. You got uh, a cop mustache, and I'm so jealous of it. Really, all I did is just turn the side. Basically because I don't want to maintain it that much anymore. <laughs> You've given up? I, I've given up on it. Same with the hair. Because it took like 15, 20 minutes to brush the hair, and now I just cut it short. So it's just like... Two minutes done. We're out. You look snazzy, Yates. Thank I you. love that you're just smoking a cigarette. Like I think that's one of my favorite Yates aesthetics of just you with a cigarette. It, it's it's what it is now. <laughs> now, how long have you been smoking? I'm waiting. Oh, fuck. Uh, about sixteen years. Jesus. Because I started with like thing. fully. Fully, uh, yeah, it's fully since I was 15. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for Yates to play himself on an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> hey, I don't do anything sketchy. Not, not like Wilson. Nah. Clay uh, has definitely done some sketchy things. Yeah. What was Kingdom, your, you... uh, sorry, Yates, but what was your first memory and your favorite memories of Hacker? 
So I'm trying to remember. I think the first time that I saw him was Alpha One at the Fire Hall. Okay. So that's like 2008, 2009. And loved the whole thing. That's when he was still bringing out the keyboard and mostly hitting keyboard on people. Like, I love that gimmick. Favorite memory? The the CPW where he had the fart spray. That was hilarious. The other detail during the MCW one, he actually uh, sprayed on Bia's belt before she went out. Because <laughs> she had the women's belt. Herself, like, uh, like, over her chest and shoulder? No, she, she wore it normal, like, around the waist. But you see her right before she goes out. She's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> she had to put it back on and just walk out. And you just see everyone going, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> um, but also, there was the one time at PWO. Uh, Raunchy Nuts was there. And Raunchy brings over this box. And I mean, like, a good-sized box of old Playboys that Raji had to give to Hacker. And you've never seen a smile so big on Hacker's face. Because <laughs> he's just like, dude, seriously? <laughs> like, he's looking through all these Playboys. He looks at one, sees the cover, turns to Jesse Mack and goes, hey, is this you? I didn't know you did Playboy. What a shit this Oh, unabashedly yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. That's why I always love listening to his uh, podcast, because it's just him talking. Especially it's the him and podcast. Steve when, when he's trying to remember something, and he's like, I should just fucking look this up. Fuck, I knew the goddamn answer. Why did I waste my time looking this up? Yeah, like he, he's just un, unapologetic, and yeah, I just hope he really comes back sooner. Like it, when I heard the news and you seen the news that everyone else is coming out and saying it, it shows how much she is really appreciated. Yeah. Here, like it, it did. Like it's a lot of locker rooms are gonna be missing a little piece. Yeah. Because of him not being there. One hundred percent. I mentioned earlier that he is. He changed the moniker to Antihero SOS. But he is the biggest unsung hero. He is unselfish. He gave it all uh, to everything. And uh, just like CJ asked what his podcast name is, uh, Kingdom did mention in the chat, Wrestling With Myself. It's available on all podcasting things. I I luckily was a guest on his podcast August of last year, and we had the longest podcast of three and a half hours. And about an hour and a half into it, I turned into This Is Brendan, and I reposted it yesterday. And even Kingdom posted uh, his podcast yeah. with Packer from July or June? June. From the uh, end of June. I, I He's done uh, two shows with me this year, and I think I've done an extra one of his uh, on top of that. And, uh, Clay, uh, you can fuck yourself in the chat, Clay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy, and he's such a complete fucking dick to me from the day I met him. Uh, Dude, you ghosted my email to help you set up ranks. What? I'm saying, like, there's friendships that form from someone being a dick at the beginning. Oh, that's true. That's true. 
<laughs> but uh, when I was talking to uh, when I when I was on Hacker's podcast, one of the things that stood out to me is a he read The Secret when he was younger. Uh, he also in his kitchen has a sign that says "Live Simply," and it's actually in Rosalind's like Instagram bio and stuff. Of any time any of them are stressed out about anything, they will just remind each other about what the sign says. And it's just live simply. And I think that's one of the things of he he he's never really coached or trained people. He's done like guest training sessions at HPW if Rip couldn't be there. But he is the personification of leading by example. Do as I do, because he's not gonna tell you what to do. He's gonna enjoy watching you and he enjoys the life of wrestling that anytime any of us are trying at it, he appreciates that. So having that live simply, why would you hide the weird stuff that you're into or the weird comedy you like? That isn't living simply, that's adding fucking stress to it. And that's just one of the things that I'm glad they removed the tumor, but I'm, and this, I don't know if a lot of people don't want to fully acknowledge it, but it is the brain. Like we do not know like what's going on there. And it's, He's 32 in December. He's a great dude. He's going to have a full life after this. And we, I'm so happy seeing everyone going out of their way to help him. Yeah, and it's like, it's a scary thing too, because like you said, he is 33. Like, he is my age. I'm actually older than him by a couple of months. Mm. And to hear that kind of news, like, it's just like, oh, that's gross. The other thing that freaked me out as soon as I saw it was with the brain tumor, this was pretty much the same thing that happened with Shawnee Mo. Ah. Shawnee Mo had no idea. He was at work. He ended up passing out and falling off a scaffold. And then when they take him to the hospital to check out his brain, they're like, oh shit. Like you, it's like you have brain cancer. Now we have to work on this now. So that, that's also the very scary part about this. Hopefully it's not that because that that's a scary situation right there. But yeah, like I've it, it dampened the mood over the weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, like that's this is definitely the first person in my life that is going through something or just like out of nowhere. Like this is a perfect example of there's no discrimination in life. There's no promise of tomorrow. It might rain, it might not rain, you might wake up, you might not fucking wake up. And it is those little reminders, but like dealing with that stress, especially like, we've all somewhat dealt with death of like an old loved one or like a pet or something. And this is that in between, this is that purgatory where it's not, but we feel this emptiness and it affecting so many fucking people. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom, you're a little older than us. Uh, you uh, you must have experienced this multiple times in your life. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Give me advice of how I'm supposed to fucking handle my emotions, please. Uh, dude, let your emotions do what they want to do. I mean, this is... The, the, it, it's as much as we're trying to maintain a sense of humor and trying to have a laugh, especially because of who it is, and how you know at a time like this he would be trying to he would be trying to help and he would be trying to uh to to make sure everybody laughed remembered to laugh at some point um is why i'm not 
um, I'm not letting myself get too down about it, or I'm just not too down about it. I'm concerned. I'm very, very concerned. How could you not be? But, um, you know, almost as soon as, uh, almost as soon as I found out it had happened, uh, Roz had posted that he had had surgery and that it was successful. They had gotten the tumor. So, you know, I'm expecting him to recover and be a fucking shit disturber again before, before too long. I don't make I don't, you know, I wouldn't make any predictions about wrestling because right now that's not important. Yeah. All, all that's important is that he has, he has, an, uh, you know, a new, a new bride and a new baby. And I want him to get back to um, as much a semblance of normal as possible so that he can, you know, enjoy that fantastic life. So, but in the meantime, if you, if, if you're, if you're sad about what's happened to him, fucking let it out. You know, if there's one thing that's happened, um, one thing that's been beneficial about what's going on with Kurt is that it has really shown what a community we have here amongst the Ontario wrestling scene. And uh, how we will come together to to uh, help and to support each other, and um, uh, I think that that support needs to go beyond. It, it, it's not that it needs to stop at some point, but it needs to include the friends and family who are affected by what's happening to Kurt. And I sent out a couple of text messages to people who I knew would be affected by this just to check in on them on Sunday morning, just Sunday afternoon, just to see, hey, I know you know about what's going on with Kurt. Are you okay? Yeah. And there are there are people out there, there are friends out there who, if you're having a hard time with this, you know, connect with them too. And I, I think that's a beautiful bow for this. Of like, it, it, it's, it has brought a lot of people together. It is reaching out to people that are affected. And it's that just a great little thing of someone in the chat, Chips905, says, I have to say, Hacker's one of the best guys I've ever, ever met at the last CPW show. He had a match and rolled out of the ring. And the first thing he did was walk over to my cousin and told him congrats to him. Like, that just shows how unselfish... <laughs> Uh, congrats on having a new baby. That just shows how unselfish Kurt, Curtis Sturrock is as a man and as an entertainer, as a pro wrestler. And our lives are definitely better that Hacker is in it. And that won't change anytime soon. There is, for anyone, because I'm also just going to post this on my podcast feed to just put out as much positive fucking energy as much as possible. A little of these stories, just friends bantering like this is the boston pizza dinner that hacker would enjoy after a show if he did an irish goodbye you before he left the venue (laughs) (laughs) and i i I just want for anyone that's listening to this there's a gofundme that's up you can find the link available other people are organizing different things of donations and stuff i know josh alexander is auctioning off one of his singlets i'm gonna auction off two of mine and one of my ring worn wolf masks 
I'm going to do those auctions sometime tomorrow, and it's going to run until actually the NSW show on the 24th. I'm going to run it for a week and a half. That way, if you get paid this week or next week, you'll still have an opportunity to bid on it. And they will also come with a signed 8x10 of me wearing the gear in it. So there's all little things of showing that support and just even just posting something positive, posting a photo that you like of him. That That's one of my favorite things. Everyone posting these candid photos. Josh posts a photo of Kurt kissing him on the cheek. Josh is one of the most serious fucking professional wrestlers in the world. Like there's all these things of as long as you're thinking about him, as long as you are some sort of getting strength out of uh, Hacker, that's all we can do right now. It's we can just wait and remember all the good times and can't wait until more good times. Yeah. Very good. Uh, th exactly. thank, thank all of you for uh, joining tonight. I'll see you all very soon. Stay safe, sane, and healthy, guys. Talk soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. His eyes are cold and restless His wounds have almost healed And she'd give half a Texas Just to change the way he feels well, She knows his love's in Tulsa And she knows he's gonna go Well, it ain't no woman flesh and blood It's that damned old road he goes Oh, well, it's balls and blood It's a dust Mud. It's the roar of a Sunday crowd It's the white in his knuckles The gold in the buckle He'll win the next go-round It's boots and shafts It's cowboy hats It's spurs and let it go It's the ropes and the reins And the joy and the pain And they call the thing a rodeo Her best to hold him when his love comes to call. But his need for it controls him, and her back's against the wall. And it's so long, girl, I'll see you when it's time for him to go. You know, the woman wants her cowboy like he wants his rodeo. Oh, well, it's bulls and blood, it's a dust and mud, it's a roar of a Sunday crowd. It's the white and the knuckles, the gold in the buckle, he'll win the next go round. It's boots and shafts, it's cowboy hats, it's spurs and let it go. It's the ropes and the rain and the joy and pain, and they call the thing a rodeo. Cowboy crazy, it'll drive the man insane And he'll sell off everything he owns Just to pay to play a game And a broken home and some broken bones Is all he'll have to show For all the years that he spent chasing This dream they call Rodeo Oh, well it's bulls and blood It's a dust and mud It's a roar of a Sunday crowd it's the white and the knuckles, the gold in the buckle, he'll win the next go round. It's boots and shafts, it's cowboy hats, it's spurs and let it go. It's the ropes and the reins and the joy and the pain, and they call the thing a rodeo.
Frogs in the blood, steers in the mud, and they call the thing rodeo. Wow, wow.